tomb, my life can never be the same. Perhaps in time, we could get to know one another better. After what you did to our mother? I have no excuses. Losing Magda is the greatest regret of my life. Not a day goes by that I don't think of my love for her. But as for the two of you, I swear I would have come for you if I had known you were alive. We'll never know, will we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan, and this is Henry. Thank you so much for joining us today as we continue our series on looking at the 1990s X-Men animated series episode by episode and offer you, the listener and the watcher, if you're watching this uh, video, to offer you a some uh, element of gospel perspective and to glean anything that we could get that can, can uh, relate to any gospel principles that we know. So customarily, uh, we hand the time off to Henry to give the synopsis and also to tell us what we're going to talk about today. Go for it, Henry. All right. So this episode that we're watching and looked at today is uh, called Family Ties of the fourth season. And in this episode, it's quite interesting. Um, we're introduced to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. And they are summoned to their father's deathbed, where he tells them a secret that his father, their father and mother are not really their biological father and mother. Um, and so they see, try to go and find this cow lady, pop <laughs> them off. <laughs> and then she is apparently a servant of the high evolutionary. Now, my, the, yeah, to the watchers the out there, this is so 90s. This is so 90s. Only time that we see this character. Uh, we yeah. don't i i watched this episode i don't know what his goal was why was this yeah exactly. like convoluted plan that he had so th he tells them that uh high evolutionary tales quicksilver and scarlet witch that their mother was killed by evil mutant magneto and so he sends magneto a message that his wife magda is still alive and to go and meet her at her grave and they meet there and then Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and a bunch of cow people jump <laughs> Magneto and then they capture him and then there's this all and then the rest of the episode is fighting they they escape and then they fight for half the episode and they fight the high evolutionary and his cow people why cows? I don't know. Like, why is it the high evolution is cows? I don't know. He wants to merge humans and animals. Like, yeah, and why cow? Why, why the choice of a cow? There, um, there were other animals too, but... But they all uh, look like cows. <laughs> <laughs> but suffice it to say, um, you know, the main focus of this episode is Magneto's um relationship with scarlet witch and quicksilver he never he doesn't have one they blame him for killing magda his wife um 
we're never actually tell told the specifics what happened there or whether he a, actually did or whether he actually did but what is clear is that his goal his ultimate goal of protecting mutants from the humans and creating a world where mutants can be free of oppression she was not completely cool with his methods you know his violent um methods of of protecting mutants and so she fled and what it is is it's it's um making it clear that it was his goal his ambition that drove his family away drove magda away and alienated himself and his kids from ever having a relationship and mm -hmm. so what can we get from what can we get from a, a story like this where you know we we hear lots of stories about you know ambitious people um driving their families away uh to achieve their goals so magneto is another example of that and here we get to see 20 years later he's filled with regret and remorse but at the same time his goal hasn't changed mm -hmm. but then the interesting thing now is that what he said near the end which we showed the clip earlier is that my life is is now like it's not the same anymore now i know that you two exist mm -hmm. right which is interesting because it means that his ambition is now under a that his ambition has a new factor in play which is which is the knowledge of knowing that he has two kids for his own, right? Remember what he said? Yeah, like that was interesting, right? That was um, very interesting. He goes, my life will never be the same now that I know that you two exist now. We don't actually know what that actually means for his mission because it just might be, oh, he wants to be even more. Well, he might not want to annihilate the world, right? Like he might not annihilate the world until his two kids are safe, well, <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe he's going to bring in the goal of of uh, reconciliation with them, add that into his goal or what or whatever. Whatever, right? But his two kids are mutants, so it's not like, you know, it's like it's going to de be detrimental to his mission. I think he now is just that he has a knowledge that on the other side, because his two kids are what? In X-Factor, right? Or X-Force, I can remember. X-Factor. X-Factor. So the X-Factor is still against him, right? Like they're on the opposite side. Of, we, I've knows. never heard of X Factor. This is the first time it was introduced in this show. Right. So, uh, well, you know, Forge is their boss. So technically Forge is the good guy. So I guess they're the good guys against the bad guys. But then, ah, never mind. Forget. <laughs> All right, we're, we're getting off We're topic. getting off topic. All right. So ambition. Yes, you're right. We've we've heard a lot, and a lot of movies have have read, a lot of especially romance new movies and sappy movies talk about how the like person's ambition uh, overtakes their personal lives, and they sacrifice friends, family for the sake of ambition. So that's so that's pretty similar to Magneto, right? Um, so what do you think? What's the moral, you know, of all those kind of movies and and uh, pop culture. I mean, there well, seems to be a general 
like moral that hey it's never worth it don't sacrifice your family and things like that but what happens if you don't have family right right like um so i think ambition is still good all right i think ambition is good because without ambition you won't get anywhere anyway <laughs> right like um your life will not be interesting you'll be pretty much dull um and ambition is that like is what makes us makes makes the goal the world go round right without ambition or stagnant and so um i think though unbridled ambition is what is at play here and that um there is no for magneto he's really that narrow-minded straightforward there's only one goal in mind i'm going to run you over if you even try to block me right i think that's what he told xavier just in the earlier right in the beginning of the don't, episode right don't get in my way don't get in my way or else right and um and that, that's the type of ambition that i think is unhealthy right um now gospel principle i think that's what we have to get into right the gospel principle of ambition i think like um for us, like uh, let's take for, for instance Jesus' example. He had a goal, right, and that's to rescue the world, to die on the cross and to rescue the world. But then his ambition is interesting. He didn't destroy relationships along the way <laughs> to get there, but he built relationships. He his whole idea was that um, relationships was central for his to build upon and achieve his goal. And I think like uh, for many of us, that's something that we could learn from as well. Is that, yeah, even though we have our own career ambitions, life ambitions, that how can we see our relationships as part of that and not excluded from? And how can my ambition build relationships rather than destroy relationships, mm -hmm. right? So you have to take into account your current relationships and how they'll be affected by your ambitions. You can't just yeah the wayside. And I think that many, sometimes we see, well, some, well, with my encounters with career people, they always say that, well, relationships tie me down, right? They're like a rock who just weighs me down from getting, achieving my ambition, right? But then if we have that uh, as, a, uh, as a view, then of course it will happen. It's like the self-professing self prophecy, right? However, if we see that I, if I could, if building our relationships is part of achieving my ambition, then that's a completely different story then, right? Then we will be concerned about knowing and understanding people and loving people and uh, trying to build and nurture relationships towards our ambition, right? It doesn't like our ambition does not necessarily need to exclude relationships. It's not a mutually exclusive thing. It's a, it can be both and right what do you think i think that's good i think that's, yeah uh, yeah i think that is good that yeah from a from a scene that was completely void of any <laughs> this was a tough episode any people. depth this was, this there was, was no character development it's some stupid high evolutionary who loves cows just dropped in out of nowhere yeah. it was bad all right Thank you, everyone, for um, watching Gospel X. Uh, Henry, forgot. Do you have anything else to add, or we could? End? I think we're good. All right. Thank you again for joining us. Till next time. Have a wonderful week.